0: Africa is on Twitter at Africa Milani. As indicated earlier, exporters in South Africa and neighboring countries are opting for alternative routes to bypass challenges in this country's rail and harbor logistics. Joining me on the line is Professor of Economics at the Northwest University Business School, Professor Valdo Krichel. Valdo, very good morning and welcome back to the show.
1: Good morning, Africa. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: I suppose the news is not surprising, right, given the challenges uh, that we've been reporting on, particularly with Transnet, also the ports, particularly that of Durban, that um, people who are mining the minerals and extracting it from the ground will now seek other ways of getting it out of this country. That's right,
1: and as an economist, uh, you must love the idea that the market finds a way. Uh, So these exporters are not sitting around wringing their hands, or anything like that, they, they make the calculations and some of them have found that it's now more cost effective to, to go to other ports. And uh, while it, it's working for their business, it's bad news for, for our railways and harbours.
0: Because once we've lost that business, and somebody realizes, wait a minute, I'm paying less money because it's uh, covering a uh, shorter distance. I mean, one of the routes, for example, is the Lobito Atlantic Railway corridor that has been created that uh, connects uh, the DRC's copper fields to Angola's Lobito Harbour. Um, that's a much shorter distance that they have to travel than coming all the way down to Durban. They will get there, timeously, because there are no challenges like we have with Transnet. That's person is paying less money getting the product out quicker it's going to take a lot of convincing to bring them back to south africa that's right and even uh,
1: if you do get your efficiencies right again and and you can make a a good business case uh, in the meantime that's going to be difficult for for transnet because uh, once you start losing your paying customers uh, it's uh, it's expensive to make those investments uh, to get the system up back to the level where you need it. Uh, it's almost similar to what ESCOM is experiencing. It's paying clients are making alternative plans and then there's even more pressure uh, on, on, on your finances. So those two dynamics together uh, is, is going to be a, a
0: major challenge going forward. So, Angola is the one challenge to South Africa. Um, Actually, is it a challenge? Uh, We are our own challenge in South Africa, and Angola is just taking up the opportunity. Mozambique is also, though, um, getting a lot of business from our inability to move product quickly enough, uh, aren't they? They are. I
1: think we want you to... So just keep in mind that uh, these are still sort of bulk exports. Uh, so it's not particularly sophisticated systems needed to to get those out. Uh, I think we, we're still going to get the benefit uh, of of container traffic, uh, things that are slightly more complicated to to move through customs, uh, to to get onto trucks, etc. Uh, so so we'll we'll see some some competition now from Angola, Mozambique, uh, even Malawi. Uh, But, uh, yeah, this is probably just going to get more tricky. As as they improve their systems, they'll be able to to draw in even uh, other kinds of freight as
0: well. An impossible question then, Valdo. How much time do we have? So by which time do we need to have our systems in order um, before we start um, opening a bloodbath and losing, as you say, the slightly more complicated uh, customs um, uh, sort of needing product or service that obviously we have advantage over Angola and, Umbaz- and Mozambique at the moment? I think uh, practically speaking, this still time. Uh, It's almost more psychologically. Uh,
1: We've had this name of being a gateway in and out of Africa. And once people start thinking, but there are other options as well, uh, we we lose our uh, psychological advantage in this. Uh, So so maybe a year or two, uh, which is more than enough time to fix most of the the Transnet and harbors problems. Uh, but, But the competition is just going to become more and more intense.
0: Uh, the finance minister will be delivering his budget speech it's usually the third or fourth week of february it's going to happen though next month uh, at some point Um, it is uh, i think a good bet to make to say that he will bail out transnet that is going to be important isn't it
1: Absolutely. I, I think he has no choice left uh, with all the talk of tough love. Um, in last week, uh, the ratings agency Fitch already predicted a uh, uh, 50 billion rands bailout for Transnet, a uh, cash injection specifically. Uh, they've already given some guarantees, uh, but they think he'll spread it out over two budgets. So not everything in this year, uh, but uh, it, it's, the, it's the problem of, of a state-owned enterprise being too big to fail. Uh, So you can talk all about the measures you're putting in place that uh, you'll penalize them if they don't make the necessary reforms, etc. But they are so important, uh, you
0: have to keep bailing them out. Absolutely. Waldo, thank you very much indeed for your insights. Professor Waldo Krichel is a professor of economics at the Northwest University Business School, reflecting, of course, on lost business uh, by South Africa as a result of challenges with Transnet and at the port of Durban, uh, that business being lost to Angola and Mozambique, potentially Namibia as well at the moment.